Hey, what's up, what's up, everyone? Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the fifth season of Timeless Gamer, where the games and gamers grow older, while our gaming experiences will forever remain timeless. Your gaming podcast show that's brought to you by Pinoy Retro Gaming, and we are now live in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And for all of our archive videos of our previous episodes, you can still check them out by going to the YouTube channel of Timeless Gamer. Uh, that's Timeless Gamer PRG. And you can also listen to us in Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, what else? So, Samsung Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Deezer. I'm gasping right now, guys. So <laughs> every possible uh, podcast platform that you can probably imagine, we we are there. We are like we are we are we are we are a necrotic cancer. <laughs> so um, so you have no excuse not to uh, not to find us. I mean, we are we are literally everywhere. <laughs> so joining for uh, joining us this evening, of course, uh, Miss Onoka ninety nine, Miss Charlene. Yo guys, good evening, good evening. Hanukkah 99 here live. So today we are going to be podcasting here some gaming mascots. So do follow Pina Retro Gaming, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the stream. All right. Thank you for that, Miss Charlene. And how about Sir Retro Freak, the one responsible for our thumbnails uh, for for this evening? It's all about the gaming mascots. How about give it up, Sir Retro Freak? <coughs> What's up, guys? Hope you're going to enjoy the the podcast all right let's go thank you thank you sir ray and of course returning once again uh after a what uh, after a month hiatus from the show yes. sir dan how are you yeah good thank you very much good to be back hello to everybody out there listening and uh, i hope you enjoyed the podcast all right all right and it's good to be back with sir dan and uh, speaking of which, let's talk about uh, the backbone of the show, which is the chat chat chat. How are you all doing today? We got Viraj here representing the Sega Group. <laughs> um, uh, Sir Dan is uh, 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 Sir Dan is very much happy to have Viraj here. Sir, early. I mean, usually the Viraj would just come in, uh, would just come out like what on uh, the second half of the show. Rochelle <laughs> uh, is also here. Uh, Sir Romel is also here, and says live. Oh. Uh, I love the background, Miss Honoka. Um, I used the same one as my boot-up screen on my Sega Mega Drive Mini. Good taste. Uh, nice shout-out from from Sir Viraj. And Sir Jano is also here. Our brothers from Pinoy Retro Gaming. Sir Jomar Desser is also here. All right. Oh, and Sir Jansen of page name required. Is also here uh, joining us on our show for tonight. So the show for tonight, guys, it's all about the gaming mascots. So, uh, so when we say gaming mascots or, or mascots in general, what comes to mind? Uh, what does a mascot stand for? Uh, why do why do we why do we even have mascots to begin with? Uh, how about her, Dan? Well, yeah, no, a good question. <laughs> to, to me, mascots embody the the uh, vibe and the philosophy of the parent company really um uh, some of the ones that will will obviously go through you know popular ones that we're all going to talk about like mario sonic all those they definitely capture the essence of their parent company so that's what what it is to me a nice a nice sales sales motif all right so it's all about the sales 
Well, how about I'd, I'd, I'd say uh, um, something you can identify with. Something, you know, it's, it's something that is uh, identifiable for the company. And, uh, and something those... that the company identifies with. There you go. A very good answer, sir, Dan. How about Miss Honoka? What does the what does a mascot stands for? What the mascot is for you? Usually for the mascot, it stands for the brand of the company, uh, which right. character and popularity of which uh, whatever they like. Their favorite characters like Sonic, Mario, Pac-Man, any kind of branches that they really love. All right, thank you for the good answer, Miss Honoka. So it's a more of a branding issue. And how about Sir Ray? What is a mascot for Sir Ray? Anyway, mascots. Ay, for a marketing strat na rin yan. It's a, for a marketing strats and for the game system and for the game itself, for the series. So, game companies, um, yeah, game systems needs um, a thing or um, yeah, a mascot that will be their main um main face when face. it comes on on convention uh, and in the following game uh game console series and then so game. every so that is right everyone so uh, sir sir ray sir dan and Miss charlene are right so the mascots serve as a number one as a as the face of the company uh, as, to, uh, as a as a as a marketing as a marketing catapult as well, just to make sure that everyone is aware, it's more of a the post in which every consumer will identify the said company, and that is also true to uh, to the video game industry. Something that is more rec- recognizable. If you see that mascot, first thing comes to mind will be that brand. So it is a it's a form of a brand, <coughs> form of marketing. And for this evening, uh, it's uh, the 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 mascot uh, topic for tonight has been brought to us by Miss Honoka. So Miss Honoka has compiled us a, um, a a sizable list actually of some gaming mascots that help mold the gaming industry that we know now. And unfortunately, guys, there are a lot of gaming mascots. Some have come and go. Uh, some were more successful than others, to say the least. So we will just gonna focus on a few notable ones. Um, Sir Ekoy uh, Boholano is here. Um, Sir Viraj is mentioned, of course. Uh, Sega, eh, uh, um, the Sega, the blue brand, having Sonic and Alex Kidd, and Master Chief, of course, for uh, for the Xbox, so, for the green brand. All right. So uh, we will. Uh, I will toss it first to Miss Honva. So we will try to make it a little bit more chronologically here. And the first, well, arguably the most recognizable uh, mascot of them all would be coming from Namco. Yes. Let's give it up for Mr. Sherwin. Okay, so for Namco here, uh, for starters, uh, before Bandai started, Namco was released back on 1955. So 1955, Namco, that was actually originated from Japan. So Namco is trying to uh, figure discover a mascot. So uh, they figure whether they try to choose two choices there, whether it will be um, Klonoa or Pac-Man. So back in 1980, now Pac-Man already released on Namco. That's how the game started. So officially that they showed here as Pac-Man's mascot in Namco. So if you guys can show actually the video here. 
about Pac-Man. Um, Sergio? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. So, let me just uh, try it here. here. Okay. Um, Sir Jock, uh, do you, Mike, can you, I can't be able to because my system is lagging. Mm. Uh, so no, uh, to, do you have one? Uh, hold on. I can't be able to present it. Mm-hmm. Um, can you try to look for the video for Pac-Man? Yep, I have, I have a few here. Oh, just uh, just okay. go on ahead. Just go on ahead. Okay. So Pac-Man here, we started here. Um, not sure. A lot of characters I've been using. Um, Pac-Man's also released um, series, cartoons, games. Uh, like for example, he's now a third-party provider. He's also released on Atari. So Pac-Man World, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Uh, actually, I'll you a lot though. That's what I actually knew about Pac-Man. Not only Pac-Man, since uh, he and Klonoa, if you guys are familiar with Klonoa, um, since he's also part from Namco here, you can guys there. Actually, that one. Back on 1970s, Pac-Man was released back from Atari. Actually, originally from Namco here, if you guys show the screen from Sergio here. So, um, Pac-Man here is also released back on arcade versions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Sergio, if you might discuss mm-hmm. here, I really do apologize. Yeah, go go on, go on, go on, go on, go on ahead. No, no, I mean, no, I mean for you. Can you discuss um some of the parts there? I that's oh, all I can uh, imagine. Uh, with Pac-Man, um, yes. what else can we say? What else can we say about Pac-Man? Well, I mean, um, uh, how- just mentioned a, a very good key point mm-hmm. in the comments already. Uh, and yes. uh, we couldn't call him. You know, it was originally called Puckman. Um, yeah. I think it was spelled with a K on the end as well, but I'm not sure. I might be wrong. But but yeah, obviously in English, we weren't going to call him Puckman because Puckman, yeah. that, that easily became Puckman. Um, yeah, and when you so that changed his name with that, which was uh, quite a you know quite quite an oversight really. Yeah. It's kind of strange, but why Pugman? Do you guys know actually why? I'm not familiar with it. Why Pugman? But Pugman. I mean, I don't know why why they chose the name Pugman. Ah, right. Um, according to according to Professor Iwatani, uh, the creator of uh, the creator of Batman, um, the the Japanese onomatopoeia of of amount opening and closing is Paku Paku. Paku so Paku. You, yeah, Paku Paku. So if you translate that into English, it's puck. So it's P U. It, it's it, it was spelled as P U C, and then uh, when the uh, so originally it was it was P U C man. So it's puck man, and then when they tried to shift it to the U S, of course, um, uh, obviously uh, they, they they were they were afraid that. Um, the teenagers uh, might change it to something naughty because of uh, because of such a, because of the because of the f word, so they decided to change it to P A C Pac Man instead. And according to Professor, uh, so that the, the common uh, the common story about the origins of uh, of Pac Man that Professor Iwatani was having a pizza, took a slice, and he just saw the figure of. Of Pac-Man right then and there, and and according to him, it's half the truth. Originally, uh, with the gaming system, uh, with the technology at the time, they cannot really make it a, a, a full circle. 
originally Pac-Man was supposed to be a square shape, uh, like a square shaped blip. Like a but they ha- but but they have to round it. Uh, but they have to round it out. They were able to make it as uh, a round shape as possible. And then originally they wanted to put eyes, like like two eyes, uh, on Pac-Man, like the one that we are seeing right now uh, on the video. But with the gaming technology being so limited at the time, they can uh, they chose not to do it. It's bad enough that they have that they have to animate like uh, like an opening and closing mouth uh, for uh, for that small yellow blip, and they were having troubles putting in color. Uh, not not until they uh, not until Professor Iwatani saw Galaxian and Space Invaders on how they put color into. Uh, into the arcade machines because before what were they, what what people were doing, everything's in gray. They will just put some some cellof- some colored cellophane just to simulate color. But Professor Iwatani was able to, to uh, was able to to replicate the color systems. That's why if you're going to see on the ar- on the original arcade, uh, there's in, there, there's blue and the, and the ghosts have to own, have their own different colors. Uh, Pac-Man, Pac-Man will be yellow, and the ghosts will have their own colors. Each of the each of the each of the ghosts will have their own personalities. Each of them will have their their own strategy on how they will get Pac-Man. Uh, one of the ghosts will move faster. One of the ghosts will go uh, will go around Pac-Man so it can do a counter attack. Some uh, a ghost will just do whatever, uh, you know, and uh, stuff like that. And as far as I know, if you're going to pit Pac-Man with, say, five other mascots, 100% of the time, people will recognize Pac-Man as uh, as one of the, yeah. So if you put, if you put, if you put, if you put Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, Pac-Man, Mario, and Sonic, most most people will will recognize Pac-Man, even the generations right now, actually. So that's how Pac-Man is um, has transcended every generation, even despite people not really playing Pac-Man at all. With Pac-Man, oh, it's, yeah. it's amazing how many games yeah. have been made with Pac-Man as the god <clears throat> that are really obscure now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, like you look at you look at other mascots like Sonic and Mario, and there's a lot of games out there that are well remembered. Whereas very few Pac-Man games, apart from the original Pac-Man uh, and maybe Mrs. Pac-Man, are um, are really remembered anymore. I'm not. As, uh, to be honest, I don't even know. I don't even understand what's the purpose of Miss Pac-Man. It's basically the same thing. I mean, what? I mean, <laughs> gender, gender swapping, gender gender swapping, <laughs> equal opportunity <Yeah>. for <laughs> equal opportunity, right? Um, so and oh and uh, Virage is right. It was also it was also ported to the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. And a funny story yeah. about this one, uh, because uh, when they uh, when they when they acquired the gaming rights, Atari uh, Atari acquired the gaming rights for uh, for Pac Man. At the time, there were only ten million Atari VCS sold, and they decided to uh, to publish. And, and manufacture 12 million Pac-Man cartridges. So they were so confident in their uh, on their Pac-Man port that they will create two million more cartridges just so that people can buy more Atari VCSs. And Todd Fry was the one who uh, uh, 
Todd Fry. Well, they say the the task was given to Todd Fry. Uh, Sir Howard, uh, we asked about this to Howard Scott Watcher before, and he know Todd Fry. Todd Fry was the only one, was the only programmer back in Atari who who volunteered reluctantly about making the port. And he only had so little time uh, to do it, and so he created a prototype. That's why you. Uh, so they created a, uh, a prototype, and at the head honchos at Atari didn't want to waste the the holiday season, the holiday season of of, of, of 1978. And rather than waiting for Todd Fry to finish the whole game, they produced the prototype instead. That's why you, what we see now on the Atari. Uh, on the Atari port is this horrendous game that we see that we that we see right here. Yeah, but upon checking, there oversold over one million copies are still there on Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Mm-hmm. And with, uh, with as far as I as far as I remember, on their um, on their on their marketing strategy with this one, um, on the magazines they were they were showing the arcade footage of Pac-Man. Little that they know, so once they have the actual game, it came out like this. So people, uh, so people bought the game, right? Because they were thinking because they're being sold the origin, uh, the arcade port, and they didn't. And, uh, and Atari knew what they have, right? And, and knowing that it's not going to be the same port uh, as the arcade, so uh, they showed the, the arcade footage on the pictures, and then and then the consumers were surprised on what they saw. A lot of them were disappointed. A lot were asking for refunds, right? And and, and a funny twist about this uh, about this story about this port. Todd Fry was um, on his contract. He's going to be paid for every cartridge made, not sold. So let's just say, right? So Atari made 12 million, and Todd Fry is commissioned to have 10 cent one at uh, uh, 10 cent per cartridge. Made and not sold. So let's just say 10 million was only uh, 9 million. Uh, what 8 million only? Uh, 8 million cartridges were, were sold, right? But no, Atari, Atari made 12 million. So that means for so so 10 cents, so 12 million times 0.10 cents. So he'll he'll get what? Like maybe 120,000 dollars. <laughs> That's a nice right? deal. <laughs> nice deal, not especially bad. Especially yeah. back in the late eight, or sorry, the late eighties, late seventies, early eighties. You know, early eighties. That that's a lot, and yeah. it, it it it's cartridge cartridge per uh, cartridge made, not sold. So it was a <coughs> so it was a pre- I'm not sure if it was a pretty ballsy move on his part because he knows what he had, <laughs> what he had made there. Because obviously it's not gonna be it's not gonna be very profitable if people know what the game is gonna be like, right? So still, <laughs> anba still ba pakman pa rin ba ang mascot ng namco or yes, bina ba no? How about Klonoa? How about Klonoa? Klonoa is never ane medyo nag at po focus tayo kay pakman eh. How about Klonoa? How about Klonoa? How about Klonoa? Klonoa. Anong year siya inintroduce o? When she introduced for Klonoa, I'm checking here. He's on 90s. Oh, I just double check on my research here. Is released on 90s. He was also released on PlayStation. Not no, let's, PlayStation. Uh, let's not. Uh, no, let's go. Let's not go by. Let's go to PlayStation. Let's go still on Namco. Because Klonoa is okay. part of the mascot of Namco, right? Tama? Yes. Uh, yes. Anong right. games nila bas Klonoa? 
Uh, kailan yung game niya nilabas? Um, I'm not sure. And why, the, why does Noah considered as a mascot of Namco if Pac-Man is still their mascot? Why did they consider Lunoa as their mascot? Um, they're trying is to do rivals just because of the feel of the game or what? Because yes, still up up to this date, Namco, um, Pac-Man is still their their mascot, mm-hmm. right? So why yes. why did they announce or they said that Lunoa is still uh, is their mascot then? Um, or, it's because of the sales, the sales marketing okay. branches. That's the reason why. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Okay, we're just focusing on Pac-Man for Namco. Now let's not no forget there's still Klonoa, right? True. Um, yes. the conversations on the Pac-Man itself is quite long. Let's not forget mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, mascots that, yeah. For example, that's Klonoa. Uh, and let's not forget Klonoa for Namco, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, right. a, lot, a lot of games yeah. companies uh, <clears throat> um, try to revamp the brand, don't they, now and again? And, and essentially, that's what Klonoa were. It were they're entering, uh, entering a 3D era and they wanted something fresh, obviously. I think Pipe Man's yeah. not exactly um, a 3D... You know, when you're trying to sell a, three, a 3D system with graphics that are going to wow, uh, a, yellow, a yellow ball isn't anything spectacular to sell the system on is it so i should i should imagine klonoa was a bit more up to date um in your face and, and an attempt to, to grab that market really i think this was a time when um, when everybody was trying to do to have a mascot like a, a platforming mascot because what uh, as far as platforming mascots go you got sonic for sega you got mario for uh we got mario for nintendo and playstation at the time was trying to find uh, was trying to find a, a suitable platforming mascot, and every third-party company out there was trying to pitch in. And yeah. the answer, and coming yeah. from Namco, you got because obviously Pac-Man cannot be the platforming guy, so they had to create something. That's why that's why uh, Namco uh, Namco came up with uh, with Klonoa. And as far as I know, there were uh, there are there are there are a cult following up of of uh, Klonoa fans uh, Klonoa fans out there. But unfortunately, um, this was the this was the time when PlayStation didn't really uh, didn't really know what it wanted on uh, what on what mascots that they uh, on what mascot that they think will carry the PlayStation brand at the time. I mean, considering I mean the sales wise, it it, it, it sold decently enough. But for for but for some reason. Um, the uh, the face still remained with with Pac-Man rather than with Klonoa, but Klonoa is still pretty uh, pretty uh, recognizable to gaming fans as well. I mean, I don't even I don't play Klonoa, but I don't play Klonoa, but I know who Klonoa is. Um, in Namco's concern, are they still producing games for Pac-Man and Klonoa? I think wala nang Klonoa. Eh. Actually, there is on it. They just actually ported on Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation. Yeah. Are are they remastered or a new it's version? A remastered version, actually. Remastered. Remastered. So, yeah, just a just a remaster. Um, ibang ano? Uh, still yeah. remastered pa rin, pero at the same time, hindi na sila gumawa ng no, ibang no. ano? Ibang series niya. Alright. No, I think they, they don't do that anymore. Didn't Clonoa get a Wii game? Yeah, I think uh, we know I had a Wii game, and I think I got one on my. Wii. I had that one. 
yeah. I think I saw that earlier. Yeah, I think uh, that, that, that's um, the last one I remember. The last one I remember is that, uh, that wasn't a remaster. Was was uh, about late? It was late two thousands. We so. So, ito na lang. My question is right now, guys. How they would they considered some as uh, how they will consider a a game uh, a game character their mascot? Is how it's um it's paano ba um it's on the sales on the uh, on the sales wise on the game or just um character wise it's uh, it's quite appealing to the ano on the you know these mascots from from the night from the nineties the mascots were definitely um they, they were intended to sell the game Do you know what I mean they were all yeah. designed to purpose yeah. they weren't they weren't just characters made for a game from the 90s onwards a lot of tons of companies loads of companies had um, had their own mascot there's, there's a lot that we won't talk about because they're not really that big or relevant but i'm thinking mm-hmm. of ones like aero the acrobat who was, was sunsoft's mascot uh, and they literally just thought right get a mascot first make a game around it to sell sell both the product and and the company um and, th- and that's and clonoa were were one of those that, that you know that, that that's what um, Namco did to, to revamp themselves. And to piggyback on what uh, what Sir Dan said, so he, he's right. So it, it, it all comes down to sales. So they needed some. Uh, they needed the face of the company, exclusivity. But uh, basically, they needed something that is so exclusive to that uh, to that gaming system that once you see that character, everybody will uh, will flip to buy that uh, to, to buy that console during the console wars of the nineties. Uh, uh, so um, the the best ma- uh, the best mascot that would sell the most gaming systems would have be, uh, would be given the title of the official mascot at the time. So it's it's all about the sales. It's all about yes. the sales. Yeah. yeah, that's the sales. I think right. I think I think before the Viraj has just mentioned it there and, he, and he's dead right that, that we're really Sonic the Hedgehog that set that trend. You know what I mean? Sonic Sonic was a um, a game changing mascot. Um, that literally created so much hype for the system that it sold the game and the system, and and that's when people caught onto it. There were mascots before it, but people like um, Pac-Man, for example, weren't created as as um, you know, with the, with the pure sales based on the mascot in mind. The game was created first, then the, then the mascot evolved from the game, whereas whereas after Sonic appeared, a lot of the time the mascot would create it first. Alright. Yeah. So basically, Namco has two. It's Pac-Man and Klonoa. Yes. And right now, still, it's Pac-Man. Yes, that's okay. right. So it's a very iconic character. Uh, basically, everyone knows that. Everyone knows Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man. So let's go to Nintendo. Okay. Nintendo. Nintendo. So, sino ba makaka- hindi makakilala kay Nintendo? So, Nintendo was the... Well, we all know the... Ano, the... I, I've not got a clue Nintendo's... Nintendo is so crap. I don't know. I don't even know who the mascot is. <laughs> it's your perspective. <laughs> it's your perspective, Dan. So, it's okay. So, let's go up for Nintendo. So, aside for, Mar- for Mario's, the, uh, who's their mascot? Ano I'm not... I'm not pretty sure. I only know is uh, Mario itself because 
Well. Oh, there, there are a lot actually. Well, Ma- uh, well, Mario would be the number one. I think about. Uh, 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 I mean, Mario was the famous, but mm-hmm. well, you can say Donkey Kong was one. Yeah. Donkey, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong. At the time, Donkey Kong was first. Donkey actually, Kong was first, actually. Donkey Kong was the yeah, first. Mario. One, yeah. And after Donkey that, Kong, the Mario. whole Mario characters like Toad, Princess Peach, yes. um, Browser. Yeah. Luigi and then Kirby, don't forget Kirby. Kirby, 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 yeah. Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah. It's supposed to be Kirby. I, I, in my perspective, it's supposed to be Kirby, not Mario. But still, yeah, Mario, DK, Kirby, and well, when they went to the N64 Classic, you got Fox. Star Fox, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fox the Cloud, yep. Yeah, uh-huh. and then there's Samus. Samus, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Metroid. Metroid, the Metroid series, and then Luigi. You got Link. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about the history of the mascots of the Nintendo. Ano, ano it's, I guess it's your topic, diba? Yeah. Well, eventually hmm. I only made it one that's uh, eventually Mario, since he's the hmm. only mascot that I can only know. His actually first appearance, yes, you are right, Damon, is Donkey Kong. Released back on 1981, he was originally actually named as Jumpman before Mario. So I'm not sure um, why, but it's a good choice that Miyamoto changed the name to Mario. So upon checking here on the system here, Miyamoto's account profession did change the design for Mario. So they decided to new characters like on Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Super Mario. So a lot of branches around here. Um, if you guys are actually familiar with the games, Mario has a lot of brands and marketing all over the world. Because Mario is the face of Nintendo, let's face it. So, sabi mo nga, mascot, diba? It's all about marketing. And Mario was the biggest seller of Nintendo. That is right. if you're saying na, ayan, if you're saying that... When it comes oh, to the of mascot, it has a mm-hmm. wa- wide range of market. Mario was the best market that Nintendo has ever produced. Exactly. Yeah. That's why Mario has been put every single thing from Nintendo, number one. You know nothing about Nintendo, guys? I mean, all of their first party games are notable mascots in their own right. Yeah. Actually, all of their titles are, they consider this. Their mascot, pero their main mascot is well, it's Mario. Pero all of the titles of Nintendo, like for example, it's Donkey Kong, it's mm-hmm. Kirby, um, it's Luigi, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's Samus, um, it's Fox, and yung sub sub ano nila, oh. sub company that's Game Freak. They got Pikachu, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Pikachu also mascot. Pokemon. 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 So that's the thing for Nintendo. Who, who, the guy from Fire Emblem? The blue hair guy? You're forgetting the uh, name? I think, I think. Uh, I think. I'm, not, I'm not familiar with Fire Emblem. So if you're familiar with Smash Brothers, I think the whole set of those characters are part of the ma- ano, um, the roast, roosters, uh, roasters of um, the um, Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo mascots. Right? So Sir Brad said Smash from Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you, Sir Viraj. It's in, it's, in the, it's in the tip of my tongue. I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> Fire Emblem also has uh, has their own official mascot, which is also a Nintendo, uh, which is also a Nintendo IP, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, any additional about uh, no? sa Nintendo? So far, it's all about Mario that I know, Kuyaman. <laughs> I'm not familiar about Shamal Kirby, Yoshi, Princess Peach, Toad, Toad, Browser. Actually, that's quite a lot, though. But they're all in the same branches as Mario. I believe Kirby... Uh, oh, uh, Kirby was from the Game Boy games, right? Originally. Kirby. Yes, that's right. That's when mm-hmm. he first released on Game Boy. I believe Kirby was, uh, was, uh, was made... To honor the um, the lawyer the, the lawyer that they have, um, so they were because Universal was suing Nintendo for Donkey Kong because they're copyright infringing King Kong, right? And uh, and that and the lawyer at the time was. Hey, don't forget uh, Koopa. Mm-hmm. Koopa, the browser. Koopa, the browser. Yeah. Koopa, Koopa, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Koopa. <laughs> so JDM, I'm not talking about that guy, but Button Castles is also a Nintendo exclusive, though. From the okay. Game. Okay. So any more any more for Nintendo? Um how about Toad? Toad's tool. Toad. Yeah, I, just like Toad. I said, all, 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 all of the, the characters of the Mario series and the Mario game uh, uh, Mario game. They uh, Nintendo consider them as their mascots. Mm-hmm. Now it dep- so that they have they have some in um, separate games. Like for example, Luigi's Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. and then some of them has, uh, ev- yeah, uh, Luigi's Mansion. See, see, Toad has a different game also, and Peach. So the spin-off nag, games, ano, yes. Yeah, nag ano eh, nag parang what do you call the I call this um, in Tagalog term, um, parang naging palabigasan ng ano, naging palabigasan ni Nintendo ang Mario. Mario yeah, they, 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 they tried giving each character have uh they tried uh, giving each character have their own game actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is a good which, which is a good marketing ploy on Nintendo's part. Yeah, Why I mean, not? Like, sure. Like, like Viraj yeah. just said said there, you, you, you three main Nintendo ones, especially when it comes to sales, Mario, Pokemon, and Link or Zelda. Yeah. Zelda. Yes, the Legend of So there's a lot of mascots of Nintendo. Pero ang main mascot lang nila is Mario. I mean, oh, diba? see right there. Oh, so Pokemon, Mario, and Zelda. Two out of three yeah. of those uh, of those mm-hmm. titles. Yes. Survey already has them. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of those mascots though? Because I, I've got to be honest, a fat Italian plumber with a big <laughs> is not really an appealing mascot to me. I, he's, he's, I, I, I think Mario has made some great games as a mascot. I still cannot understand to this day what is so appealing about him himself because he's, he's, I'm, I'm half Italian and he reminds me of a fat uncle I've got in Verona. And I'm like, I don't want to be reminded of a fat uncle in Verona. What's all that about? I mean, so, I mean, so Dan, if we're, if we're going to, uh, if we're going about body shaming someone. <laughs> 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 I mean, apparently people people for some reason nah. just like Mario. I mean, people are, people people back in the eighties and nineties are less uh, are less judgmental. <laughs> uh, sir, Dan is not being judgmental. He's just being, I know, he's just being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, 
for the animations kasi, Sir Dan, for the animation, Nintendo has a great, ano eh, has some great animators that um, animated Mario in a perfect way that uh, kids will enjoy him yeah. as a character. For example, if you're going to just see Mario as a Mario character on the game itself, it will not be appealing to to the kids. Yeah. Right? But now, you're got, you have a good animator, you got good animation, and then all of a sudden, you have some good uh your good uh um drawing from for mario it will be a good appealing for kids yeah, yeah. yeah. my my answer to sir dan would be because mario was the thing that we only uh was the only video character that we had after the 1983 video crash yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo revitalized the gaming industry by producing super, uh, by producing Super Mario Brothers. Because Mario was just on the arcade. Mario Brothers, that's it. Yes, it's just two, it, it was just two guys uh, uh, jumping, getting rid, getting rid of the turtles, right? And that's all fine and good. But after releasing the uh, the NES and the Famicom, was the first game that we all had at the time was Super Mario Brothers. Uh, marketing, uh, marketing-wise, they also produced uh, the animated shows. Um, a lot of people, uh, a, a lot of games back in our generation, loved that show. Um, who, who was the who was the wrestler who portrayed uh, the live-action Mario? I'm not talking about Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was what Charlie from it? Um, I can't remember his name now. Who was that guy? I love that show back in the day. Hey, Mario Brothers from the channel. Too sad. Bob, ha- Bob Hoskins. There he goes. Thank you, Sir Birage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, right. That one. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, I, anyway, I was thinking yeah. Charles Martinet. But he was voice, wasn't he? Bob Hoskins? No, 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 no. Bob Hoskins was the one in the movie. Lou, Lou Albano was the one in the TV show. Yeah, Virage just said they, that I, I love the Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins. Fant- fantastic movie. Greatest movie of all time. All right. So let's... Now let's... Um, let's forget about Nintendo. This is the one you really want it to be. Sega. Sega, all right. Sega. Now, okay, go. So, go. Do, 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 Sir Dan, mm, Sega. Blue brand. <laughs> let, let, let's start at the beginning. I know, I know Virage is going is gonna, to uh, help me out and pitch in here, so we'll keep an eye on his comments. Um, but Sega's first mascot was uh, Profe- Professor Azabin, okay? Professor Azabin. Yeah, and uh, he started life on the Sega SG-1. Uh, one- oh, it's, it's my long-lost brother. Um, uh, on Sega SG-1000 in 1983. And that that, that became the master system, basically. Um, and basically, all he used to do, as you can see there, he used to um, provide tips and help. In the, in the manuals. It, it didn't feature in any games. It just used to um, feature in manuals. I think it featured in about 60 manuals, I think it was. Um, so there's not really much depth to him. Um, he, uh, he he did feature in some Mega Drive manuals, uh, but I think that was just just providing telephone numbers for helplines. Um, so it weren't, it weren't really a very big uh, mascot at all. It did, it did reappear. Uh, on Sega Gargoyle uh, in the Sega Gargoyle tribute RPG on the Dreamcast, um, but yeah, so it was just a cool little rabbit, and no, nowhere near the 
the, the level of likes of Mario and that, he would he would just like uh, save his Professor, skull. um, the, the rabbit itself, it does. He has a game. My game, ba siya? no. Or no, no, lang it, siya, it, no? He has got to get. He's, he's in Sega Gorgor, but Sega mm-hmm. Gorgor isn't his game. Sega Gorgor is like a Sega tribute um, RPG on the Dreamcast. Um, he, he literally just fe- featured as icons, helping helping out in tip books and that. And and as we can see here now, that is Doctor Games. So Doctor mm-hmm. Doctor Games basically took over Professor Azabin's role. Uh, provide again, just providing tips. Um, and, and he only featured in Japanese manuals, and it were it were only around for a month. I think I think he did twelve, even twelve manuals. I think it were. Yes. And then and, and then and then they got rid of him after a month. So he was not very successful at all. Bless him. People were complaining. Where's our rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> so, after, so after twelve manuals, uh, they uh, they get ri- uh, they got rid of of Docker Games, and yeah. they brought back the rabbit. So yeah. Sega, on the first place. Um, they consider their mascot for the manual, lang. No yes. games itself, right? Not yeah, really. It, it so really. when did they come up with the mascot that has a game? First, well, first one was Opa Opa. Mm-hmm. So the next one was Opa Opa, and oh, he Opa Opa. Opa Opa, uh, and he were he were first appeared in Fantasy Zone, which were in 1986, and that's on the uh, arcade and the uh, Master System. Um, and it, what is is really noticeable because. Is a shoot 'em up icon. Most your most your mascots, um, throughout history that I can think of that we've all talked about, started life as platform in platform games. Uh, um, Mario, Sonic, all those lot. Whereas Oprah, Oprah were in a, a shoot 'em up, so that's that's quite distinct. But he didn't. He he was deemed too abstract. Um, it didn't really stick around too much. Oprah, Oprah didn't because he's got no he's got no facial expressions. He's got no character. To him, you know, he can't. He can't be happy. He can't be sad. He's, he, he's a he's a bloody window. Do you know what I mean? So he's a flying window. So he's not very. He's not very relatable. If anything, sir, yeah. that he kind of uh, Opa Opa to me is like a uh, a horizontal twin bee. Yeah, that's it, exactly. <laughs> you, you you would you would not. Um, if somebody told you that were twin bee, you could forgive him for being mistaken because he looks very right. similar, don't he? So. Um, so he, he basically they, they decided, you know, after after a while, again, you, he's he's not the man for us. He's Oprah, Oprah's not really relatable. So let's try another mascot, and here we are, Alex Kid, which is basically Sega trying to Alex Kid. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Sega. This is what I'd say is Sega's first, you know, more fleshed out attempt. At, uh, Just at, like Mario, right? Yeah. Alex Kid. He's a rip-off. He's a rip-off of Mario, basically. Exactly, and not exactly a rip-off, Dan. It's just because Sega needs just like a Mario, though. So they created Alex Kidd as their mascot or as their um, face of the face of Sega, right? Yeah, no, he, he, he was the mascot. It were um, Ayashida created him in, in direct response uh, to Mario, uh, and he. And he uh, he got he got quite he got a lot more games than any previous mascot. He got a lot more mm. games, uh, and um, I, I, well, it, it, I think in total he started he started six, which mm-hmm. compared to the previous ones is, is way more. He started in Miracle World, Lost Stars, Shinobi World, Enchanted Castle, High Tech World, uh, BMX Trial, and then they did a, they did a seventh a modern reboot. So 
But the problem with Alex Kidd is, I know his games were a bit crap, to be honest. Um, the games are crap. Not all of them, not all of them. Mm. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> miracle World for a, Sega, for a Sega enthusiast, Dan said, some of not the all games... Of it. Of not that, all like, of them. Remember the games of Alex is yeah. crap. So, no, no, most yeah. of them, the, the majority, no, 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 not all. It's okay. Mi- miracle World... <laughs> Mate, I think most of Mario's games are crap. So. Hey, yeah, yeah. Mario yeah. doesn't have a, a, a good record, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mi- oh, some of the games of Mario are crap, and some of the games are... Yeah, and that's yeah. the same as Alex. Mir- Miracle yeah. World and Shinobi World are both great games. Miracle World's a fantastic game, and so Shinobi World. But the uh, stuff like The Lost Stars um, and Enchanted Castle are very, very ropey. Do you know what I mean? It's not that they're bad, bad, but they're, not, they're like Super Mario 2. You know, Super Mario 2, which is, is it Doku, Doki, 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 Doku, um, reskin? It's not a good game. It's an okay game. Um, we're Mario skin. And, uh, and and some of the Alex Kid games. I feel if Alex Kid's games had been as good as Miracle World and Shinobi World throughout, it would it would have took better. But, so how but, about the sales? The sales of Alex Kid was good, or um, they, were de- they were decent, mate. They were decent, but they didn't. They weren't. They weren't. They didn't catch fire enough um, for, for Sega to to, to to think right. That's going to sell our system. They, they, they didn't have the desired effect. You know what I mean? Okay. So uh, um, if I, and, and in fact, Miracle World was actually meant to be a Dragon Ball game. Um, that was a, a game developed the Dragon Ball that they reskinned with with Alex Kid because they lost the actual Sega actually lost the license to Dragon Ball before it were released. So um, so yeah, so Al- Alex Kid with their first real attempt at a mascot. I would say so. The, uh, so Alex Kid came out for the Master System, I believe. Yes, yes. So he played the Master System, and during this time, Nintendo had what uh, like about eighty-five percent. Of the gaming market share yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the back in the mid Nintendo was dominating the game cor- uh, game yeah. ro- gaming world. So the master system was selling well back uh, back in Europe yeah. and in the Latin Americas, but Nintendo had a, uh, had a hold on the US mm. and the Asian market, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. So, so unfortunately, so if if Sega was a little bit more fortunate in selling more master systems, having Alex Kidd as their uh, as their face, yeah, why as not? Their sure. face of Sega. Mm-hmm. Now let's go what? to your favorite character. Anyway, when did Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog um, um, introduce? And what gaming console or gaming system? Did Sega in, was introduced? Let's go, Sorry, mate. Sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, Dan, go. Dan, Dan. Sonic. Yes, Sonic. Sonic's first game was on the Mega Drive, mate, in 1991. And the, uh, the um, is that sorry, I just got a cap there. Yeah, um, yeah. Sonic, Sonic uh, were introduced. Um, it was designed by a guy called Oshima, uh, and uh, he was again, he was the big. Right, we are not messing about anymore. We we at this, by this time, Sega had become a much bigger player in the uh, in the console market and the computer game market. Um, the Mega Drive had sold really well already because it's the best mm-hmm. system ever created, and um, it 
it were really gathering momentum. And this was Sega going for the throw. This was Sega saying, you know, fuck Mario. We're going in for the kill. Let we want something to to, to topple Mario, to smash to smash Mario off that podium. Uh, and so Ashima created him. Uh, and uh, he, he actually started life, funnily enough, very, very similar to Sega's first mascot, Professor Azabin. He, he were actually a rabbit, a blue rabbit, um, on Ashima's first designs. And um, he, 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 had big, he, he had big ears that used to grab things. And that, that design actually went on to be Rystar, which was a, a, a fantastic platformer that come, come out later on the system. But the one, they literally wanted to embody, to embody something edgy, uh, and so they did a load. Ashima did a load of designs, including um, stuff like armadillos, it was spiky stuff, armadillos, porcupines, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Um, and and then Sonic was born out of that, basically. Um, and, and and funnily enough, uh, Robotnik, who, who was you know Doctor Eggman, Robotnik, he was. One of the lo- the next choices to be the mascot if if Sonic failed, but Sonic they included him in the Sonic game because it all came together so well. Um, and Ashima designed him basically by taking Felix the Cat, who is a Disney mascot, mm-hmm. uh, and Mickey Mouse, and, and basically taking Mickey Mouse's body, putting Felix the Cat's head on, and, and putting some spikes to create an hedgehog. Um, and he gave him he gave him Michael Jackson's uh, shoes. That Michael Jackson Jackson wore on <laughs> yes. the on the bad. Yes. He, he wore it on the bad. So Michael Jackson's were black, but he, he turned them red. And so basically, it's Mickey Mouse, Felix the Cat, uh, a bit of Hedgehog, and Michael Jackson. And that's why he's badass. That's why he, that's why he came along and shook things up big time. So right now, um, Sonic the Hedgehog is still the Sega's mascot up to, up to this date, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Big, big, biggest but selling. Until this date, right? Yeah, yeah. till this yeah. date. Like Mario, he's the face of Sega. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest selling. I mean, Sega had, you know, the, the ones we've mentioned, they're official mascots, mm. but you've also, mm. you know, you've got people like, you know, that identify with Sega, people like Axel, Axel Stone, Streets of Rage, Space Area, uh, but they're not mm. official mascots and they've not hung around. You know what I mean? Um, Sonic. Sonic just eats he, easily the biggest selling things Sega's got now. Well, how about you, Hanaka? What's your take about Sonic being the mascot of Sega? Uh, yeah, being the mascot uh, or the face of Sega? I would say he was he's the best, uh, including a marketing, also third-party game. Uh, yeah, that's all I can think of. One of the best games on Sega, on the Mega Drive, everything. He's one of the top games in Sega. So what... What do you consider Sonic as the ta- uh, uh, what's the edge of Sonic uh, in based on like for example um, Mario is the face of Nintendo and Sonic is the face of Sega what uh, what's the what's the edge of Sonic which comes being a fa- um, the mascot he's fast uh, yeah, yeah. Sonic is fast Sonic is fast that's what he said He's aggressive as well. Hindi ba ganon ka? Ano? Hindi ba siya ganon ka? Um, atawag dun? Um, lovable like Mario, fluffy like ano? Nah. Ano ba mga ano? Ano ba ang at- attributes ni Sonic? I would ah. say, um, in regarding with Sonic, on the cre- uh, with the creation of Sonic with Naoto Oshima, 
Um, they wanted a character that represents the the edginess and the attitude of the Generation X. The gamers of Mario already grew up into teenagers, so they want they wanted a character who is who is edgy, who is with the times, uh, who who grew up with the MTV generation. Yeah. That's why they gave Sonic an ad. about consoles war. I console war, diva. And Sega was really the brand name of uh, Sonic was the brand name of Sega at that time. So the edgy part of the ad- uh, adult to teen, uh, teen to the adult, that's the market of Sega that mm-hmm. at that time. So it's the the attitude wise of the uh, character is or uh, is addition for being a mascot, right, Dan? Yeah, spot on, mate. Spot on. Their, their attitudes. Um, is a teenage attitude. Um, whereas Mario was always bouncy and happy and floppy, like you say. Mm. Sonic were, friendly. Yeah, yeah, friendly. Yeah. Sonic were fast and, and badass. You know, Sonic, Sonic were gonna, you know, Mario was out to save the day and bounce around. Sonic were out to, to boost, you know what I mean? Do things kick ass. Um, and as Viraj has just made a great post there, um, saying that, that it was per- the perfect mascot for Sega. Uh, at the time because and they oh they give so- and they give Sonic a personality he will not wait for you if you just stand idle on if you're playing uh, Sonic 1 right if you're not doing anything you're not pushing any buttons Sonic will just what uh, will just jump to his death he, look, he, he looks at you to say he folds his arm and looks at you he folds his arms like, like this and like come on let's get a move like, on what are, we, what are we messing about that and it's uh, um like, like, like Viraj says, he, 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 the, the Mega Drive was and still is renowned for its speed because in that era, um, it was easily the fastest machine that, that was out there. And, and a lot of the games were built around speed and intensity. It's why I thrive, I thrive on the... Fast processing. That's how we market Sega back in the day. It's, it's all about That's the fast right. processing. Sonic has blast has blast processing and exactly, Mario exactly. didn't. <laughs> exactly, and it's, it's true. It's true. If you play, if you play, my my biggest complaint. I mean, I like I like a lot of Super Nintendo games, but my biggest complaint about the system and why I don't think it's as good as the Mega Drive is because a lot of its games are really slow, and that's because it's got a slow processor. That's just a, a physical, you know, technical component that holds it back. And if you play and, a lot of a Mario games. And I would also give credit where credit is due. I'll I'll give a shout out to uh, to Team Sonic and the Sega of America, Tom Kalinsky's team, uh, for for doing their guerrilla tactics marketing. Oh I mean, yeah, so- Sonic's the face, sure, yeah. but but the troops behind Sonic is really the, was really the driving force for Sonic to uh, to move forward. Yeah. The guerrilla tactics, the inner face. Uh, the, the, the in-your-face, balls-to-the-wall tactics, marketing against Nintendo. Yeah, okay, Genesis does what Nintendo. Remember that. Uh, remember that tagline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, a yeah. lot, of, a lot of thought and a lot of you can tell with Sonic that a lot of thought and a lot of effort and a lot of time went into his image uh, and and the sales pitch behind him because you know the the, 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 the right right down to stuff like in the in the games. Um, at the time in the 90s environmental issues were quite a big hot they were a hot topic and that's why you've got Sonic rescuing um, all his animal friends from all the machines because it's, it's basically a, a marketing ploy to say 
Sonic is environmentally friendly. Sonic loves animals. Sonic is, you know, Sonic is not tied down by a princess, okay? Exactly. Who keeps getting kidnapped all the time. And you would question maybe 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 Princess Peach likes being kidnapped. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Stockholm exactly. syndrome, right? Yeah, but you know, but, uh, but as far but as far as sales goes, Sir, uh, Sir Dan. So Tom Kalinski had this uh, had this idea to boost the the sales for Sega Genesis and Mega Drive, bundle Sonic Sonic One with the Mega Drive Genesis uh, as a bundle, and Sega of Japan didn't like the idea. But they insisted, and thanks to that idea of Tom Kolinsky, it skyrocketed uh, Sega, uh, Sega Genesis, Sega Mega Drive sales uh, to the point that Sega captured 65, at least 65% of the market share, the majority yeah. that Nintendo once had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it, it definitely helped. It, it definitely helped that Sonic's games started good and got better. I mean, for, the, for that period, for that period, the, 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 when we were talking on later consoles, it, they did uh, drop off. But um, Sonic Sonic One was a, a, a good game. You know what I mean? Sonic Two were a really good game. Sonic Three were a fantastic game. Sonic Three and Knuckles were like prob- probably the best platformer of the era for me personally. So that momentum also helped with Sonic as well, um, in, in my opinion. And that's what Alex Kid didn't have, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, okay, first of all, um, Viraj, I would go with Rouge rather than Amy Rose, okay? Rouge for the win. She's a lot sexier. <laughs> and for Ray Q, yeah, Sonic 2006, yeah, he was tied down by Princess. Yeah. This was the time when they were trying to, to, to experiment, okay? What if Sonic tried to, Sonic tried to, <laughs> tried to, uh, to rescue a, uh, a damsel princess in, uh, you know, Uh, a princess in uh, in a given in, in a given in a given game. So why not just have Sonic save a princess? Sure. Hey, wait, wait. Who's that? 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 Oh yeah, yeah, that's Amy Rose. Uh, yeah. The, mm. uh, the 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 pink uh, the pink. Uh, is Amy Rose a, a hedgehog too, Sir Dan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. oh. And I got she's an hedgehog with boobs. So she you oh, like, no. uh, like. Rouge is the bat, the, the one with the boobs. <laughs> oh, so Amy Rose got boobs. Not as big, not as big as Rouge. Not as big, yeah, not as big as Rouge. <laughs> not as big as Rouge. So All that's right. a, that's another thing you see. Say you're well aware that that boobs sell. So yeah, so that's that's pretty much. I mean, to go through Sonic's game, Sonic's got so 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 many games. I think he's got over 90 games now. So you know, what I mean, there's oh. so there's so many. This is this How about is what, this guy, Rice Star. is what Sonic started as. That's the bunny. So if you if you go back to Rice Star, mm-hmm. that's that was going to be what the bunny's ears did. So the designs a, a bunny. That he was going to grab things, and then uh-huh. they looked at the blue bunny and they changed it into a blue hedgehog. But but they used the the basis of the blue bunny for I Star. Well, uh, so much for Sonic. Uh, by the way, Sir Dan, have you played the recent Sonic Frontier? Have you? I've not, you... mate. Well, no, no. Sorry, I've played it. I haven't got it, and I've not played it at length. Uh, I, my, my friend bought it. Uh, I've had a quick go on it. I liked mm-hmm. it. I liked it. I, I'm. I'm uh, 
I'm I'm running I'm running a, a 16-bit playthrough at the minute, so I'm trying to get all them done before I start going back to to modern games, and that's taking a lot of my time up, unfortunately. But what I played the Sonic Frontiers, I liked it. I liked it, man. Actually, I, I also like it because I I I tried it on one of the conventions here in the Philippines, and Sega was one of the biggest boot there, and we got some VIP passes that on that area. So. I think Sega Frontier is one of the um, pang watch out games right now for Sega. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I think it's a return to form for Sonic. Mm-hmm. I think Sonic's had some rocky rocky uh, 3D entries, but it felt it felt like a good game. I only played it very shortly, so I, I can't really give it a, a full judgment. But what I played of it, I was, I was quite invested in. So I'm, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably buy it probably next year. Um, and when I've got all these other safety games play first. Alright. So thank you for that, Sir Dan. Yeah. May additions ka ba? Hano ka? For the, ano? For the Sega? Sega. Uh, so far, no. <laughs> That's all I can do. Alright. Now let's go naman to Capcom. Okay. Capcom. So, Hano ka? Capcom. <laughs> okay. Capcom. So. Yan. Go ahead, Hano ka? So sorry about that. Okay, so what what we have here is I'm actually not familiar with the with this character. It says here the first one was Captain Commando. Have you guys heard of Captain Commando? Yeah. On oh, yeah. the yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System. Actually, he was uh, originally released back on 1986 though. Um, actually, in two systems. Um, NES. Um, is it NES or and the Commodore 64? Are you familiar with it? Yeah, I, I didn't realize you were on the 64. I'm, I'm well familiar with the system, but I didn't realize he, he got a port to the C64. Yes, originally he's a a shoot a fighting game. It's not a fighting game though. Like it's not a fighting, fighting game, Honoka. It's beat a beat em up. Beat em up. Uh, beat em up. up. Oh, yeah. Up. Okay. So okay. he also uses energy blobs, which he can shoot mighty bolts of fire and electricity on his body. So that's how the picture Captain Commander. He runs weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure actually about this one. There's actually more characters than Captain Commando. We have your Mac the Knife, Ginzo the Ninja, and also Baby Head. If you guys are know about these characters, Mommy Commando, Captain Ninja Commando, Baby Commando. Yes, I'm not actually familiar about these characters, so but I've never actually you guys guys played this game on the NES or the Commodore 64. If you guys actually know this. Yeah, yeah, and, and I played. I finished Captain Commando, no end of times. The arcade version. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a really good game. The arcade version is a great game, uh, and, and the characters in it are, are very distinctive. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. like Mac the Knife. I, I Mac the Knife's probably Ginzo uh, the, the Ninja's pretty cool too. But, uh, but they're um, it, it got it got a Super Nintendo port, and the Super Nintendo port was really poor, um, very slow, um, and very yeah. sluggish. Right. But eventually, actually, Captain Commando did not face that long. It's only been one year only since it became only a mascot. But eventually here, according to that, it's just the same one as Final Fight. If you guys are familiar with these two, your Final Fight and Captain Commando are just like the same. Even uh, Streets of Rage on the Genesis, they're all like the same. If anything, they, uh, Captain Commando is the futuristic uh, city of where Final Fight was. Am I right, sir, Dan? Yes. I, don't know, I don't know the story actually, man. I've only ever, mm-hmm. only ever um, 
when I used to play it, I used to play it in the arcade a, a lot. I think yeah. it's Metro City. Uh, so Metro City, right. where uh, the setting of Final Fight is. And if you're going to play Captain Commando, it's still Metro City, but a few oh. years mm. in the future. Well, I did not know that. After 30 mm. years, man, I did not know that. So I, pre- mm. I appreciate the info. Actually, we tackled that, Sir John, um, it's a beat em up episode, right? When we did our beat em up episode, yeah. 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 I feel like the, I only knew about that when we uh, when somebody pointed that out. I just remembered yeah. it. Mm. All right, all right. Oh. I think Mamuchi was the one who, uh, who, who who mentioned that before. Yeah. I mean, it's... So, Captain Commando, um, yeah, uh, based on the. Yeah, based on the comment, it's Captain Commando. Capcom. 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 For yeah. the word Cap and Com. Captain Commando. Yeah. Yes, that's how Capcom started from Captain Commando. So, how long did Captain Commando um, being the face of Capcom? Actually, it's like, only been one year only. The only release until 1987. So, who took over? Who took over? Who took over? Who took over? The one who took over is now, you guys all know Mega Man. <laughs> yes, Capcom, that's how. So Mega Man was replaced from Captain Commando. Released on 1987 on the NES. If you guys actually know, from 1 to 10. Actually, his original name was Mighty Kid. They tried naming Mighty Kid, Knuckle Kid, or Rainbow yeah. Battle Kid. I'm not sure why. One checking on my researches on the Japanese name they called Mega Man is Rockman mm, I'm not why why Rockman though it's like rock and roll guitar or music or something yes yes <laughs> yes <laughs> rock and roll guitar yeah. though kasi okay. panahon yun ng rock rock bands ah okay so that's why they call Rockman mm. well um, she has uh, he has a uh, he has a cyborg sister named Roll Roll but it's supposed to be Mega Man and Roll. Pero dahil mm-hmm. nakita na yung um, platform game, they just consider this Rockman. Mm, okay, I see. Yeah, dapat it's supposed to be Rock and Roll. Pero in Japan. Ah, okay, okay got it. Well, they named it. Yeah, well, they actually named him now Mega Man on the US so why version. They, why they did they considered Mega Man as their main... Uh, as their main mascot or the face of Capcom right now. About checking you... here, it's the brand or maybe it's the character itself. It's actually pretty cool. They like the design of Mega Mando instead of Captain Commando. How about the sales? The sales so... are actually pretty good when it comes to Mega Man. All top sales, all of it. Arcade, consoles, everything. They really loved it. So Mega Man became top on Capcom. Yeah, Mega Man definitely, uh, he, he definitely caught fire, didn't he? he def- when when um, when that series got released, a lot of people really liked it and a lot of people bought into it and carried on doing through through all the following generations too. They loved yeah. it very much. Oh, there you go. Uh, there's uh, a... Uh, Marlon, uh, there's a the copyright of the name Rockman in Western because of the band or name of brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, Thank you, sir Marlon, for that. Thank you very much, Marlon. <clears throat> so it comes to that all, uh, actually all the enemies are based on man like fireman <laughs> electric man um quick man and i don't know actually why all the, the character all the enemies are man are you, you guys know why we'll say that again why are the enemies 
Well, as far um, on the original concept of uh, of Rockman, Mega Man, they wanted the robot mask. If you're going to, if you're going by with the story, um, mm. so uh, the robot, the robot masters was supposed to uh, was supposedly Reploids or no, no Reploids is just Mega Man X. Uh, the robot masters were supposed to be robots who are um, who are doing certain tasks. Uh, to help uh, to help mankind, like for example, Cutman was designed to help deforestation. Gutman was uh, was made to help with construction. Electman was supposed to help with uh, with, with energy and, ele- and energy and electricity um, acu- um, acquisitions. Fireman is uh, is the is the person that you will that you will use for. Um, for fire-related activities, and Iceman, of course, is for is anything for ice. And then, for some reason, uh, Doctor Wily um, managed to infect this uh, this robot masters to be on his side to battle Mega Man. That's why, and that's that's a great that's a great approach, isn't it? It gives the game um, and mascot a lot of character and a lot of identity. Uh, and it, what I liked about Capcom with that is that they made each um, each boss um, are very distinctive because obviously they all included their own powers into that part of the story. It's like Rockman, so, so basically Rockman, Iceman, oh, right? Uh, Proto Man, uh, Fireman, Gutsman, Cutman, Electman. So all of them are men, right? So all, them, <laughs> all of them are yeah, men. Yeah, actually, they're all, all them. All of them are men. It's very, it's a very sexist character. It is. I mean, I think there's only one one female robot master. I think that was in uh, Mega Man Four. Mega Man Four. Mm. The only female robot master was, I think, uh, was a mermaid. I think. <laughs> Wait, mermaid. mermaid one, I, I know. Nagunila actually, Sergio. Mm-hmm. Uh, mermaid lady, she. So Mega Man Ten. Ten, bayon. Mega Man Ten. Yeah. Ten. Oh, uh, Sir Paul says Splash Woman. Mega Man Nine. There you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. No, splash oh, woman? Yeah. Water. Guys, what do you how uh panning um do you think bakit nagtagal si Mega Man as their mascot? What do you uh, uh, yeah. I would go with sales. At the longevity of Mega Man, I would go with sales. Uh, the first Rockman uh, I mean the first Rockman sold uh sold well. People were claiming uh, people were, were clamoring for uh for a uh for a sequel, which Mega Man 2, arguably the best Mega Man uh, of the eight uh, of the eight bit uh, of the eight bit era, uh, ask any Mega Man fan out there, they they will say, ah, oh, Mega Man 2 is the best. And then Mega Man 3, Mega Man 4, 5, and 6, and then uh, and then unfortunately, with the succeeding uh, with the succeeding sequels, the, apparently the quality drop a little, uh, drops and for each sequel, arguably. Would yes, sir. Then, if Mega Man, if Mega Man were, can, were made today, would he be cancelled because of all the enemies being apart from Splash Woman? I really um, don't know. Would he be too? Or I really don't know that. I sure Dan. I really don't know if Mega Man will be cancelled. Guys, do you think Mega Man will be cancelled because of misogynistic values? (laughs) No No equal opportunities. (laughs) No, Mega Man is not going to give up. Actually, they're going to release Mega Man 12. I'm not sure when. When? I'm not sure. Pretty soon. Pretty soon, though. 
I mean, hey, I mean, they, they are all robots. I mean, they don't have any junk to begin <laughs> True. with. True, though. They not, Although, they're not considered as robots anymore, sir, Joe. They're androids. Just androids. <laughs> They yeah. look human. They, they they have human faces. Yes. Yeah, right now. Right? Except for the robot masters, though. Yeah. <laughs> the robot masters are robots. But right robot. now, from the robot. Mega Man, from the Mega Man, um, from the Mega Man Nine up to this date, the Mega Man Eleven, they're considered as somewhat like androids already. The pro the problem oh. with androids is that, <laughs> is, that, is that the binary. Mm, you, they, use, they use they use binary coding, don't they? They all like, you know the program. So they're so, so they're bi. So the so they're binary. So, so they're bi. They're they can bi. be considered as girl and as considered as boy. Oh, speaking of speaking of uh, Mega Man characters who can be girl on and boy, I think I I told Sir Ray and the guys about this. I originally I thought Zero was a girl, all because <laughs> of the long blonde hair. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I thought Zero was a girl. I mean, long blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, uh, his green boobs. Diba right? usually ganun naman, Sir Joe. Like, there's a main character. The main character is a boy. Then there his or her or his uh, alternate uh, alternate character is a, a girl. He's uh, a girl, right? Yeah, for example, is uh, wait, is Knuckles a girl or a boy? Who? Knuckles. Who? Knuckles? Knuckles? It's, a, oh. it's a guy. It's yeah, a boy. It's a, boy. It's, it's a guy, yeah, it's a boy. Kaya siguro naglabas ang Sega na, ni Sega ng Amy Rose, no? Mm. Yeah, because there's no girls. I mean, Tales was a boy, Knuckles was a boy, and the succeeding games, they introduced, like, like what? You got Amy Rose, you got Rouge, the only girls there. I mean, who's the rabbit, Sir, uh, Sir Dan? Cream, I think there's a rabbit cream, also. Cream the rabbit. Yeah. The rabbit? Cream the rabbit. Mm. You got Shadow and all, the, all them lot on you, so... Shadow, uh, silver, yeah. right? And as far as uh, and it's also a platformer. So if we're if we're going with mascots, it should be a platformer for some reason. Yeah, exactly. like all mascots should be a platformer. <laughs> I think I think platformers are very um, accessible. I think, I, yeah. think I think they've got a very broad appeal, haven't they? So uh, for the yeah. for the casual players, yeah. For the casual players, yeah. because because I thought because I when when we when we were talking about the Capcom mascots, I thought the first person that I thought of was Ryu from Street Fighter. But then again, not everyone is good with uh, with fighting games. Yeah, yeah. You would argue Jill Valentine was it evil, but not everyone's playing uh, survival horror games. Right. So it yeah. had to be so the the best wise choice would be going with Mega Man platformer. Anybody can play, either girl or boy players, right? Yeah. And everyone's, everyone likes blue. Everyone True. likes blue. Exactly. Everyone everyone likes blue. Blue. <laughs> blue. You like the blue. Blue. Right? blue. I am, uh, right? I am Mega blue. Man is blue. My background's blue. <laughs> Mine is black. <laughs> Mine yeah, is blue. Because, yeah, yeah, because Shadow is black. <laughs> <laughs> so the console right. wars between Nintendo and Sega was basically not just by the game system and. and Actually, the that the games that they they produce, uh, the games that they produce. So let's now tackle now sa tum nagtang um uh, lumaban sa Sega and um, Nintendo and it's PlayStation. 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 So PlayStation <laughs> was introduced what 1994 and. 1994, 1995. Uh, 
and was their main ano their first mascot is Polygon Man. If eh, eh, Sergio, paki paki check naman Polygon Man. Polygon Man. So basically Polygon Man was just a uh, parang parang yung manual system ng Sega. Like they're, they're just the the face itself uh, until nagkaroon ng Battle Royale, uh, PS3 Battle Royale just like on the screen and Battle Royale, diyan lang siya nilabas as the character itself. So, uh, Polygon Man was uh, basically the main boss of that game. Pero, when they released Polygon Man on 1993, it's just a typical um, drawn-up character lang. Just being... And then, all of a sudden, yun nga, 1996, PlayStation 1 came, the console itself. Kasi 1994, wala pa masyadong console. Uh, um, hindi pa talaga fully nag- lama- naglalabas ang PlayStation. And then, 1996 came, PlayStation was introduced. And then, PlayStation or Sony Entertainment did a, um, a face of their console. And then, Naughty Dog, Yung. Naughty Dog, yan, naglabas sila ng, um, ng game called Crash Bandicoot. Si Crash Bandicoot, um, basically, the main, um, what you call this, the main mascot of PlayStation 1 from 1996 up to 2000. Yeah. So, naging love siya ng naging love siya ng um, game, gamers dahil up to 19 uh, up to 2000 um, naging face ng PlayStation. And then from 2000 ang nangyari kasi kaya siya natigil as a um, mascot is because um, Universal uh, Interactive Studio Ayan nga, is nagkaroon ng kasunduan sa, o nagkaroon ng written agreement and all gaming platforms na magiging multi-platform na ang Crash Bandicoot. Kasi, ang no Sony kasi, ito, ah, sa mga nagtatanong bakit maraming, bakit marami yung nagiging mascot ng Sony, hindi sila nag-stick ng isa. Unlike Sega, si Sonic lang, ay si Sonic lang. Um, si Maa Nintendo, si Mario lang, yung main na nila. Bakit ang Sony for the past 23, um, 29 years, wala silang specific na na mascot that um, that they considered as the, as sa kanila or uh, they considered their main uh, main character, uh, main mascot is due to the fact na um, based on some write-ups they're basing it on the sales of the ano um the release of their game consoles yeah so for example PS1 they release the ba Crash Bandicoot uh, um they consider Crash Bandicoot as their mascot then they then lumabas ang PS2 now PS2 right now sino yung ano nila sino yung naging face nila um Doon na, doon na pumasok si Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, ah, yeah. Si Ratchet and Clank, si Sly and Cooper, ay Sly Cooper, yan. Pero medyo naging sikat kasi sa PS2, ay si Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter. Ayan, ayan. Ba, baka hindi ko kaya. Yung si uh, Jack and Daxter, PS2 era, maganda ang sales. So they consider him or the character as the face of Sony. And then PSP came. Yung mga game nila ng PS2 na na na, na cross platform o na cross 
game nila sa PS2 na ano nila na um, pinasok din nila then still ra- ano Ratchet and Clank Ratchet and Clank yeah. actually um, some of them considered Ratchet and Clank is uh, is considered the main ano eh the main mascot of um, Sony Entertainment bakit? kasi PS2 era PSP PS Vita PS4 and right now PS5 meron pa rin siyang game so all of the platforms of uh, Sony Entertainment meron siyang game Sony flagship at that time also love Sony Club back Nintendo and whole class visiting yun so right now guys they um, some of the gaming expert considered Ratchet and Clank as the main mascot of Sony Entertainment now pagdating ng PS3 PS3 era um, and PS2 uh, mid uh, mid and before mag PS3 lumabas si Kratos Sabi kanina ni Honoka, um, kanina sa back, backstage, Hon, um, Kratos was not considered as um, the official, ano, official, um, we call this, uh, official char- main character and the main basket of uh, Sony Entertainment. Doon ka mali. Because Kratos is considered as their, ano, their uh, main mascot or, or main title holder. Why? P- Kratos was, he, ano, was, uh, mas produce on PS2, PS3, PS Vita, PS3, PS4, and right now PS5. Okay. As violent as he can be. As violent as he can yeah. be. As <laughs> as violence. Pero yun nga, nagbago kasi yan. 2018, nagbago. Ang gusto ngayon ng Sony, mas child-friendly. So, yep. nilabas nila si Sackboy. Si Sackboy, Sackboy. sa ano, 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 planet. Sa Little Big Planet nilabas si sa ay doon nilabas si Sackboy. So kung may nakakakakalala sa inyo kay Sackboy, siya yung parang sako. Na parang yung pang ano, <laughs> yung, yung yung ginagamit ng mangkukulam. Ah, like a raggedy doll, para sa like, right. like doll. Uh, parang voodoo doll ang dating niya. So, isang um, mobile character that syempre ang gusto kasing maano ng Sony right now, Sony Entertainment is maging approachable yung ano nila yung main character nila o main mascot nila to the whole genre whether you're a kid adult a teen or a gen oh yeah well, they can say the gen x gen y yes, that is something ayan thank you pala sa Nintendo for creating the PlayStation kung wala kayo wala din PlayStation exactly so Sackboy was initially after Kratos they considered Kratos kasi after that Medyo violent daw si Kratos, they considered now as um, Sackboy as their main mascot. Up to, 2000, uh, up to 2022? 22? 20! Now, right now, eh, 2020. Now, ngayon, 2000, uh, 2021 onwards, nilabas ang PS5. Now, PS5. PS5 now has a character name called Astro Boy. Si Astro Boy. So, siya na ang face ng, ano, siya na right now ang face ng, ng PlayStation. So, sino ba si Astro Boy? Robot. Astro Boy. Robot. Yan. So, parang lang siya si Sackboy. As you can Only see on the screen. A robot. <laughs> Pero robot siya. Yes. Ayun, so, uh, so right now, um, Astro Boy is the face or the mascot right now of 
of PlayStation. So may may nagtatanong bakit papalit-palit? Bakit papalit-palit ang Sony hindi na lang mag-isa, 'di ba? And talagang nagde-depende talaga sila sa platform eh, sa game system na nilalabas. It's the platforming. Yeah. Uh, diba? So that's the history of why uh, why PlayStation or somewhat marami silang ano, they considered marami silang mascot. mascot. Yeah. I didn't mention pa Nathan Drake. Actually, si Nathan Drake sa Uncharted. Yeah. Diba? I was waiting si for Nathan Drake. <laughs> diba? Sa Uncharted, nung lumabas ang PS3, sobrang ano siya, sobrang well-known. Kasi ang dami really nung PS3, tapos PS Vita, PS, uh, PS4, and right now sa PS5. So, mm-hmm. diba? So, nagde-depende talaga ang mascot if um, pagdating sa sales ng ano, sa sales ng game. Eh, yun ang ginagawa ng Sony. Parang cash cow nila. Kung maganda sales ng game mo, you're, you're, ikaw ang face namin. And that's it. Yun yung story ng mascot ng ano, uh, PlayStation. And they have a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. True. They have a lot. A lot. <laughs> and, do, and what survey mentioned there, guys, it's just the, uh, the most notable ones. He didn't even bother mentioning the others who had failed, actually. They try to yeah, consider, tra- ano, actually, I, sir, no, they try to consider Spyro? Lara Croft. Spyro. Spyro. Dragon. Kaso lang nga, nagiging, ang basihan din minsan kasi na being the face of the gaming system is yung exclusivity niya. Kung exclusivity. Kung saan siya lang For example, si Lara Croft, di ba, nilabas si Lara Croft. Oh, Lara PS1, Croft, yeah. PS1, 2, 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lara, um, Tomb Raider 1, 2, 3. And then, nagkaroon ng kasunduan kasi ang ano, ang, ay yung bra, ano niya, na makipag-tie up sa Konami. Naglabas sila sa, ano, sa Xbox. Sa, sa, actually, sa Dreamcast. Sa Dreamcast, <laughs> sa Dreamcast. Sa Dreamcast. Naglabas sila ng game sa Dreamcast. So, ayun, that's the thing na nag-tie, ano, nag-cut-ties dun sa series ng Laro, ay, ng Tomb Raider sa PS. I mean, there's still games sa PS, pero sad, sadly, sa kung si Lara Croft is naging face ng PS1, makakita tayo ng kauna-unahang uh, mascot na babae. And sadly, hindi nangyari na natry ang gailang boobs. Right? I mean, who do we have uh, as, as a female mascot right at the moment? Si Peach pa lang eh. We got Peach, for, we got Peach for Nintendo. We Amy got... Amy Rose from Sega. Amy for Sega. And, I mean, like... Ano lang uh, sila? What? Parang... Uh, Jill, Jill, Jill Valentine for Capcom? Metro, uh, Samus from Metroid. Ah, Samus. Samus. I'd also throw in Chun-Li, potentially. Chun-Li. Chun-Li. I would throw in now um, Blaze Fielding from uh, Streets of, of Rage. Of course, why not? Of course, of course, of course. Really? Uh, I don't know. Sabi ko nga, sweet Diba? So, ang Sony Entertainment kasi, they considered their mascots for the, ano, for the market, uh, for the, um, how they manage to get along sa market. So, kung malaki ang market mo, o kung marami kang na benta, you're the, you're our face. Ganun lang kasi. You're the face. Oh, And with the thing with, the thing with Sony, uh, they cater more on, the, on their third party Uh, game publishers. That's why ah. every third party, I mean every third every third party 
a game company has their own uh, has their own face has their own mascot and mm-hmm. for sony as long as you sell good you're, you're the face like mm-hmm. uh, like survey mentioned so yeah. thank you for uh, thank you for a quick rundown i mean we, we could have expanded a little bit more but we're running out of time guys mm-hmm. uh, but thank you for survey for uh for doubling on on the sony side of the mascots and who else and what else do we still got Oh, we're um, next is ne- the next ones that we got is the, the Microsoft side of things. The okay. Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. The Xboxes. So, um, sino pinaka or, ano dyan, pinaka hmm. character ng Xbox games? Sergio. So, for the for Xbox guys, um, people will uh, arguably they would say it's Master Chief. Master Chief. You know, the, um, uh, the dude with the green armor doesn't uh-huh. show his face at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so let me set. Uh, so let me set you the scene. So the year is 2000, 2001. Sega unfortunately pulled the plug on their on their hardware. They had talks with Microsoft about um, about and handing over the baton. And uh, the guy, um, the guys in the Microsoft side decided to create uh, a gaming console, uh, a home P- uh, basically a home PC console, and dub. Uh, dubbed Xbox, and among with their uh, with their launch titles is called game is, the, is a game game called Halo Combat Evolve, and out of all of their launch titles, Halo was the one of the most uh, has has more uh, is one probably has the most sales. Took by storm, a lot of people a lot of people like the game, and. Um, Halo made by uh, the gaming company Bungie was acquired by by Microsoft Studios, so they're making the first party uh, acquisition here. And the main character for Halo is is Master Chief. And there are if if you really want to go in depth with the character, there's a um, there's a there's a there's a novel. That was made back in 2010, and there's also uh, an animated short, uh, an animated film about about Master Chief. Um, at first, if you're going to do, if you're if you're going to, if you're going if you're if you really if you really are going there, they only showed the face of, uh, of Master Chief when he was a kid. His name is John One One Seven, and then when he was uh, when he was cybernet cybernetically augmented. Genetically augmented, uh, they put him on the suit. Mjolnir Mark IV, Mjolnir Mark V, and then hit his face with the helmet. If you're going to play the games, you will hard, you'll hardly see his face at all. Um, not- notable about Master Chief would be his suit, the green, uh, the Mjolnir Mark V, the green suit that has the self-charging uh, force field, and of course Cortana, you know the AI. Um, that oddly enough uh, <laughs> uh, has sparked some, you know, uh, a few short fan fictions about Master Chief and Cortana <laughs> having a um, uh, the, having some romantic inklings about each other. But hey, I digress. And then, but of course, this is uh, uh, Halo, uh, first per- uh, first person shooter, right? So, but as if we are going by mascot rules. The root uh, criteria would be a platformer. Of course, there should be uh, there should be a platformer side as well for for Microsoft, and that's where 
uh, this mascot called Blinks. Blinks the cat. Yeah. So Blinks. So I'll just show you the uh, show you guys who is Blinks is because uh, Master Chief doesn't need an introduction. You know you know who that guy is. But how about Blinks? So there was a time um, when uh, when Microsoft wanted a platformer uh, a platformer character of their own. So uh, it was 2002, one year after the first Xbox was released. They wanted to to capture the uh, the Japanese gaming market, so they went straight to Japan and had to talk to a few gaming studios. One gaming studio that they approached was Artoon, and the founder of Artoon was none other than Naoto Oshima. Naoto Oshima was the guy who developed, who created Sonic. Yeah. So. Um, Naoto's team, along with other Sega developers who fled after Sega went down, they created, uh, they established this gaming studio named Artoon in Japan. And uh, the Microsoft team went there, and Artoon, the guy uh, Naoto Oshima, was ecstatic, was excited about the idea, the idea of uh, of having a platformer character that that will be exclusive for Xbox. So the character is a is a cat basically, and the, the overall designs for this uh, for uh, for Blinks, um, there are some there are some hints of Sonic in there. Uh, I mean the color palette, of course, uh, the color palette, the um, the uh, the eye shadings, the uh, the the attitude that ex- that it exudes. Oh, uh, one note about uh, here, Sir Dan. So um, do you do you know that? In the original Sonic artwork, Sonic was supposed to have fangs. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So Sonic, uh, so Sonic has fangs, but but uh, but Sega of America didn't like the idea, so they took off the fangs. So so now to Oshima, being the petty guy that he is, so so he kept the fangs. Well, this is a cat. It should have it should have fangs. So he, he kept the idea. Uh, so he kept the fangs <laughs> with blinks. So. Um, So Blinks the Cat uh, was uh, was created, and the game is called Blinks the Time Sweeper. So Blinks <laughs> is basically a cat who works for this uh, this company called the Time Factory. So what they do, they um, they make sure that the flow of the, that the flow of time in every dimension runs smoothly. They uh, they collect uh, time crystals that uh, these time crystals are only visible to them. They collect these time crystals, and they're making sure that every crystal is being collected and not uh, not being corrupted otherwise. Because if they um, if they turn corrupted, then there will be some time monsters, time golems, and and that dimension will be in peril. So the story of Blinks, um, there were uh, there are these um, there are these uh, I don't I think there are um, these rebels in this one dimension. Uh, who who threatens the who threatens the land? They acquire uh, they stole all of the time crystals, and by doing so, they also abducted the princess of that dimension. So the time factory decided, okay, uh, let's cut our losses. Let's just for let's just forget that dimension, and so that we don't have to deal with it, right? And Blinks, for some reason, decided to take it upon himself and go to that dimension. To fight these uh, uh, these time de- uh, these time rebels to save the princess. 
So this is basically, uh, which is weird, to be honest. It was created by it was created by by the team that made Sonic, but the premise is basically Mario. Someone was a day. Sir, nilabas lang to sa Xbox. I I mean, sa first Xbox. Hmm. Original, original Xbox. Xbox. Yes, original Xbox. So this is basically a uh, uh, this is basically a character who has a day job, who has to save a princess, <laughs> who has to collect time crystals, which is basically coins. <laughs> But the premise of this game is very quite unique. Being a time sweeper, you have the power to control blinks. You have the power. You have five powers. You can rewind time, pause time, fast forward time. Akala ko may buttons record. na may pause, may stop, may play, mm. may fast forward, may re- oh, yes. okay. So, it, uh, so depending on how many time crystals that you uh, the time crystals that you collect, uh, it will give you uh, it will give you uh, all sorts of powers. So, pause will just pause the uh, will we'll just pause the enemy or pause the environment. If they're moving there, if they're moving too fast, you want to catch them, pause. If you want to slow them down, you can use the slow mo. If you want to move faster, use the fast forward. If you want to stop, uh, if you want to, if you want to record yourself, there, uh, the function of record basically, if you press record, an after image of blinks will uh, will move. Oh no no no! Blinks will move first, uh, doing a specific action that you want him to do, and then after you've done your recording, the after image of blinks that you wanted him to do, he will. So for example, if you record yourself going left. To get an item, but you also have an item going to the right, right? So press record, go left, and then the after image of Blink will go left, but uh, and then Blink will go right. So so you have two characters now, moving at the same time. That's the that's the function of the record button, and it has mixed reviews. Unfortunately, uh, one of the main reasons why it didn't really capture. Most gamers uh, during the Xbox or the original mm-hmm. Xbox era, because of the game mechanics themselves, not a lot of gamers appreciated the um, the time controls, the pause. Uh, uh, if you um, there are, there are fans of the game who really love the challenge of using pause uh, the, the five time controls, but mm-hmm. for the casual gamers, it was just too hard. Is it- there was the idea the idea was supposedly making Blinks as the official. Uh, mascot for for Xbox, but because of the sales, it didn't really push through. But based on the gameplay, it's good actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm quite curious look- about the post, the the retreating, the 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 back. Yeah, no, I'm quite. I'm actually when I was researching about this, uh, when I was researching about these characters, I am quite curious about this game too. Because uh, it's uh, quite. Uh, I've never seen this game. It looks good. It looks good. As I'm looking at it, I think it looks very interesting. Uh, I know it's Virage has played it, and he, he says as well. He says the, the time control slows everything down. So I, I get that when you're playing a, a platform, an action platform game, you want it to be lively and constant. Fast pace, something like that. Oh, here, for example, on the screen, sir, uh, sir, Razor Dan. So there are stars, there are there are falling glasses everywhere, and you need and you need to collect all of those. But if you don't do it fast enough, they will disappear. So what you'll do? Slow. You got it. Okay. Either you pause or you slow. I like I like the concept. I like how it looks. I like the concept. Same, so same. It's a shame. It's a shame that it didn't catch on because, um, you know, there's some good ideas there. Definitely. 
the casual gamers uh, unfortunately find it too hard to control. I mean, the, uh, most uh, most casual gamers are were more akin to the platforming aspect, sure. Yeah. But combining the time controls aspect of the game, the mechanics of the game, they're just not used to it. So it's it's all a matter of getting used to the controls, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I think Viraj just said it, it, it lacked consistency. I don't know if you can see his message. Um, you you want a, you want a certain consistency. Uh, and when I played it back on the Xbox all those years ago, I was like, "What is this crap?" What's uh, this crap? I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh. So if you're going to talk about um, so so that's uh, so that is why so Blinks unfortunately didn't make the cut because uh, yes it, it's a, it is a platformer but because of the lack of sales that it needed for Xbox to succeed it, it the title of official mascot wasn't really given to him it was still technically speaking to Master Chief yeah. but there's also one guy. Who, uh, who almost took the title from Master Chief, and that would be Mark, uh, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Gears of War. So, yeah. Gears of War. So in Gears of War, um, Xbox 360 uh, exclusive game first when it first came out, and it was made by um, it was made by uh, by um, by this. Um, uh, it, it's a how should I explain it? So it's supposed to be a horror. Uh, third uh, third person shooter adventure uh, adventure kind of game uh, Gears of War and not uh, there's not much documentation in pertaining of how Marcus Ferguson was created in some documentations you'll uh, you'll notice that all of the characters in Gears of War are all macho big jawed guy huge muscles big right? bulky guy big bulky. Bulky, big bulky guys and According to the uh, according to the developers, because they they are carrying huge guns and ammunition, it only and huge only armors. Yeah, huge Actually, and armors. Actually, huge armors. <laughs> it's only re- uh, there we're going for for realism. It has to be someone who is uh, who has the who has the muscle who can carry all of those gears. <clears throat> That's why uh, all of the all the main characters in Gears of War, primarily Marcus Phoenix, looks like that. And if you're going to compare the background characters, they are all slim, they're all petite, they're all uh, they're, they're all trim in comparison to these guys, <laughs> right? Mm. And uh, with the so they were and according to Rod Ferguson, one of the main developers of Gears of War, they were uh, they were inspired by Resident Evil, uh, Kill Switch, and uh, Band of Brothers, to name a few. That's why it kind of looks like this. They said, and and they also pay homage to uh, to Devil May Cry as well. So there are hints of uh, there are hints of all of those games, those four games in this game, and they wanted to make a game that not just a shooter but a dogfight. Meaning, uh, it's like when you're playing Time Crisis, uh, Sir Dan, uh, you shoot, you duck for you duck for cover, then you shoot again. That, yeah. that 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 is how they they made this game because they they were trying to be a little bit re- more realistic. In in a shootout, you do, you just don't run around and shoot straight, yeah. run straight at the enemy and shoot, like most first person like most first person shooters. Yeah. In this game, uh, Marcus Phoenix, uh, their um, the strategy is is basically uh, shoot cover, uh, run for cover if you're being shot and then shoot again. And a lot of fans oh. 
a lot of fans, in, uh, namely Adam Sessler of G4, made this editorial about who should be uh, the, the official mascot of, of Xbox. Should, we be, should it be uh, Master Chief or Marcus Phoenix in terms of, in terms of character? He's, um, in his editorial, Ma, uh, he, he prefers Marcus Phoenix because he's a lot more relatable. Only because you, you can see his face. You can see his facial expressions. With Master Chief, he, he, hides, he hides his face with a mask. That's yeah. all. It's, it's a neutral character. The premise of Master Chief, because he's a first-person shooter, you don't see his face. You can inject yourself to, to Master Chief. You are Master Chief. It could be anyone. It could be you. Yeah. In, um, uh, in contrast with Marcus Phoenix with Gears of War, because you're controlling an avatar, namely Marcus Phoenix, you know, uh, uh, you you go through the motions to the, of the story, his loss, his joy, um, the enemies, the enemies that they face. You go, uh, you go along with him. You go along with the story. That's why a lot more people are uh, a lot more. Uh, there are there's a sizable shift between the uh, the uh, the Marcus Phoenix fans versus the Master Chief fans. So a lot more, uh, there are people who like the Gears of War. There are people who like Halo, and there are people who like both. Um, I think I think the uh, it's yeah it's it's the old old school JRPG tradition versus Western RPG tradition. It, it does, it? Wait, wait, it does. Wait. because yeah because because you uh, because you're not because unlike with Master Chief you only move alone in Gears of War you move in teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for the Microsoft series, because they usually have a multiplayer, right? Yes. Mm. So unlike and, for Master Chief. Is the main antagonist lang. And like for Gears of War, there's a multiplayer command there. <clears throat> oh, unfortunately with Marcus Phoenix, guys, uh, Marcus Phoenix officially retired. If you're going to go with, with Gears of War 4, Gears of War 5, uh, Marcus Phoenix takes a sideline. It's all about his son now, uh, mm-hmm. who, is, uh, who is leading Gears of War 4 and 5. So, and in terms of longevity, Master Chief still outperforms Marcus Phoenix, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Right. So still, the face of Microsoft is still Master Chief. It always Chief. will be Master Chief. It's always and always be Master Chief. So, the, mm-hmm. so tatlo lang, tatlo lang sa Microsoft. Notable, okay. yes. And notable, notable. Lang, notable. Well, unless of course you're gonna count Forza. <laughs> if you're gonna count Forza, Forza, no. All about cars, nah. I mean, what, what, what else is there for the 360 or for Xbox? Aside from Gears of War, Halo, what, I mean, what else? I uh, can't remember, but... It was a ca- I mean, cameo. Cameo were on Xbox, weren't it? Cameo was okay uh, when, when it was first released for the 360, but not enough sales for Cameo. Yeah, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still... I still but I know Marcus. I know Cameo but for yeah not a lot of but in terms of sales if we are going for sales here yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean what our what is our what is the timeless gamer criteria for for being a mascot <laughs> platformer <Yeah>. sales <laughs> sales <laughs> being an exception sales or sales Base quality platformer. overall attitude wise attitude wise yeah. design yeah. design how... But number one talaga. Uh, number one talaga. It's the mula. <laughs> the mula. The mula. So overall, guys. So let's, ano, let's wrap up. Uh, for all the mascots that we've been um, tackling about, who's your favorite mascots? 
or yeah, we have some from different platforms, uh, different game system. They have so many plus, so many gaming uh, mascots. Who do you like best? Um, it's non-official count. The official ones, or can we Not also consider unofficial ones? Hey, bala, you decide. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Okay. Um, I would go for. Uh, I would. Uh, uh, so only one. I would go for for Miss Blaze of Streets of Rage. From, uh, specifically, Streets of Street of Rage Two, Miss Blaze. Only because. Let, let me guess. Tegalang. Let me guess. Chicks. <laughs> Chicks. Or panty the book. Shot. The panty shot. The panty shot. The, the Streets of Rage Japanese edition. Bare knuckle. Where you can see her panties when she does her high kick. Parang si Annie lang ng shade. <laughs> How about you, Dan? Well, I think Joe. Don't, Joe, don't Joe, tell me Tega. I don't tell me it's Sonic because well. Joe, Joe, Joe makes, I don't believe that either. Joe makes an excellent point about the panty shots and Blaze. So, uh, if I, if I had to pick my personal, it probably wouldn't. Like Blaze is built there, but I've got to say, I think I think the thing with Sonic is. He is the mascot who made the biggest difference. I think. Yes. I, I, I think all the others made a difference. I think Mario is a bigger mascot, but I think Sonic's impact as a mascot is in, is, is untouchable. I don't think any other. I don't think any other, other mascot yeah. has as as uh, had that impact that he did. So I, I'd have to say Sonic, really. I've, and and I think that what we talked about earlier is Sonic. Embodies both the system, the company, and actually the era, the the early nineties, perfectly. So Sonic was really special, definitely. It, um, if I mean, I cannot I cannot imagine our gaming landscape if it wasn't if it wasn't for Sonic. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sonic is the guy. Sonic was the mascot that made Nintendo look back and and uh, and question their dominance. In their gaming share back in the in back in the nineties, so, so, Sonic it would do- dominated. Sonic dominated the mascot industry. Back in yeah. well, I mean, we, 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 we've talked all about this. We've not even mentioned um, the Sonic movie, Sonic Two. Sonic obviously, obviously Sonic One, but Sonic Sonic Two the movie is the movies. Mm. Yeah, the, Sonic Two the movie is. The, I think I think it's the biggest selling ga- uh, gaming movie of all time still. You know what I mean? Four hundred sold four hundred million dollars worth of tickets. You know what I mean? So, so in terms of sales, in terms yeah. of sales, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going Sonic. I'm going Sonic. Hey, you got you you got Chris Pratt coming. Chris Pratt, oh my god! Yeah, you got Chris oh Pratt coming god. from Mario anyway. That, so oh, you know, something something to look forward to. Uh, sorry, 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 Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Hanaka? Who's your favorite mascot? My favorite mascot? It would be on PlayStation. On PlayStation 2 would be Kratos. Why Kratos? Really? Yes. Uh, let's say the graphics, the design, and also the merch. I mean, you really love it very much. The muscles? Yes, the muscle. The macho. <laughs> the muscles? <laughs> Something like that. Even his looks. Kratos looks. I like his uh, style. Kratos. Kratos. Yeah. 
God of War. Yes. Uh, like PlayStation Kratos or PS4, PS5 Kratos? No, uh, the original one. The oh, the original two. one. Mm. PS2. How about you, you like a badass, don't you, Charlene? You like a badass. <laughs> the character oh, the... itself. The character itself, yes. Yeah. Which has more blood? The PS2 one or the PS or the PS4 one? No, right. no, it's the, 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 the PS2. PS2, 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 Actually, in all the all that ano, all that I mentioned, I still prefer ano, eh, Sonic. Eh, Sonic. Eh. I'm not a Sega guy, pero Sonic landscape the land of the mascot. Eh. He introduced yep. the ano, eh. Kung wala kang mascot o wala kang main character na pwede ilagay sa convention or maybe ima market yung game system mo. Hindi yeah. mo siya ano. Hindi well, ano eh, tawag doon Sonic was basically the, the, the one. Eh. So I I prefer ano I'm not a Sega guy Dan, pero Sonic, Sonic ako all the way. Sonic ako all time for the um, ano mascot. As far as the mascot goes. Nah, as as for the mascot lang ah. <laughs> it was just it, it was just the mascot topic ah, sure. Yeah. We'll give it Sonic. Yeah. So yeah. So right. this wraps up our mascot, ano, mascot episode right now, Sergio. So what else are we going to do, ba? Um, All right, uh, we'll just do the shameless plug. So that wraps up the show, as Ray mentioned. And thank you all guys so much over there at the chat uh, for keeping the conversation alive and kicking down there. Uh, Viraj, Ray Q, uh, Luis Valdez, Ashley Campbell, um, Sir Dan. Who else can you see down there? Uh, we got Louise Valdez, Dewey uh, Thomas, Tamsi. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, mate. Um, Ruben Jose Chavez. Oh, uh, Ruben! Oh, yeah. Oh, Ruben's here. Mm. Uh, we got Marlon and the rest of the PRG guys um, who also came by and uh, who also came by and dropped their knowledge as well. Oh, uh, Sir JDM is also down there at the chat. Unfortunately, guys, oh, yeah. he, he, he's out sick at the moment, so that's why he's just in the chat. Yeah. Um, and Sir Siebert is uh, is out for work. That's why Sir Siebert's not here uh, representing Sega as well. <laughs> and but but that's okay. We we still covered a lot of ground uh, with only the four of us. And thank you all guys so much for uh, for sticking around. So we'll just do our quick. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. And uh, we will just go out with our quick um, uh, shameless plugs. So let's go with Sir Dan. Sir Dan, where can they find you? Yeah, come across, uh, across the fears at the Facebook Sega Genesis group if you get time. Be nice to see you all, and obviously keep watching all the uh, Pinoy retro gaming um, uh, streams and videos that they all again. All right, thank you, Sir Dan. Sir Pinoy Retro Freak, Sir Ray. Hi. Uh, you can catch me on Retro Freak TV One, yeah, on Twitch and in Facebook, Retro Freak Gaming. So, yung mga nagpa-follow sa akin and nag-views, uh, right now, maraming maraming salamat sa 1K followers right Happy now. Happy 1,000 nga pala, Sir Ray. Happy 1,000. <laughs> kaya, naka, ano, kaya binayayaan ako ni Mrs. ng, ano, ng pabuya. So, humbly bragging. 
May PS5 na ako. We can see the PS5 right there, see? Yeah, it's right over there. Sana all. And How did you manage to convince her that? Pink down ng misis ko. Pink. Anyway, yun. And then, by this April, ayan, March, hintay-hintay lang kaya may parapol ang lolo mo. All right, raffle, raffle. Oh, Happy 1,000k raffle. <laughs> Happy 1k follower, follower. Again, follower. this is Retrofit Gaming. You can catch me on Retrofit TV One on Twitch and on Facebook. It's Retrofit Gaming, and that's it. Um, horror games, parin tayo. Walang kamatayan. So thank you, thank you guys. Thank you to the comment uh, comment section to the people na nandiyan sa comment section. Maraming maraming salamat. And see you on my streams. Yes, let's uh, let's add to that 1000. Going for 2000? Target? <laughs> 1100. <laughs> A little bit more realistic. Uh, hmm. Being realistic lang tayo, Sergio. 1100. All right. How about Miss Honoka? <laughs> Well, you can actually find me guys on Facebook on Connect9 Gaming Studio and Twitch on Connect9. So I'm actually a retro platformer game. Not only that, I'm also a rhythm gamer. But do also follow guys uh, Pinar Retro Gaming here for more awesome retro streams. Uh, you can also catch me on my streams as well for Connect9 Gaming Studio. And uh, see you guys soon. And thank you so much for watching here on Timeless. Really do appreciate it. All right, all right. Thank you for that, Miss Honoka. And so we're just going to plug the show as well. So you can still catch our previous episodes, guys, by going to the YouTube channel of Timeless Gamer. It's Timeless Gamer PRG. Uh, if you are curious about our of our past episodes, all of those episodes are still archived there. And for our edited, a little bit shortened uh, versions of our shows, audio only, unfortunately, you can still listen to it by going to Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify iTunes, Google, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Samsung Podcast, <laughs> Podcast Index, Listen Notes, Pandora, Catching My Breath, Tune In, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Deezer. So, uh, whichever platform, whichever uh, whichever uh, whichever device that you are using, uh, you can still catch Times Gamer. Just Google search it. You it you will see us right there and then. And of course, a, a big shout out to Pinoy Retro Gaming, our parent, uh, our parent, uh, our parent company here, and to all the guys in of Pinoy Retro Gaming also joining us in the chat. Thank you all so much. And that's it, guys. We uh, we will sh- we shall see you next time here in Thailand's Gamer. And as always, our games and our bodies may grow out of date, but our gaming experiences will forever remain. Hey, timeless. I'm a- timeless. Bye guys. Dragon shout out. Bye bye.